Hey Hope family, welcome to our final look at the Minor Prophets and our last Hope Daily of October. We will take a look today at Haggai chapter 2. You guys remember COVID? Okay, of course you do. I've been lucky enough to have contracted COVID-19 on two different occasions. The first time was December of 2021. It was the beginning of the month and my brother and his family were coming in from Kentucky. He has four kids and his two daughters are aged right in between my oldest two. The four girls had spent a year living three miles from each other before my brother moved to Kentucky and this was the first time they were going to see each other in months. So we were hopeful that I would stay in my room for a week or so so that no one else would get COVID. Because of the way that COVID spreads, there was a chance that they had already contracted it and could pass it to others. So for that week or so, Leah was kind of on her own with the girls. Long story shorter, one by one, the dominoes fell. December 6th was the date of my positive test, and Leah tested positive on December 24th with several other positive tests in between. It was kind of a mess. Many of you have your own COVID stories, and many throughout the country and the world have far more tragic tragic stories. But for, the mo- but for most, we know the experience, either lived or through the eyes of others, of seeing COVID as something to be avoided. It's highly contagious, so the contagion is to be isolated and avoided so that it doesn't spread. COVID is unique in its high transmissibility, but this is how all viruses work. With enough exposure and direct contact, the sickness spreads and makes other things dirty, unclean. This is how viruses and contagious diseases have always worked. In Jewish culture, there was a spiritual comparison. One could be ritually pure or ritually impure. There were many rules around what made one pure or impure, and we don't have time to go through all of them, but for the most part, if you kept Torah and made sacrifices, you could remain pure. But there were some people, Gentiles, unrepentant sinners, tax collectors, prostitutes, lepers, and others, who were always impure. They were to be avoided because their impurity was spiritually contagious, or so it was thought to be. Haggai picks up on this in chapter 2, verses 10 to 14. On the 24th day of the ninth month in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Haggai. This is what the Lord of armies says. Ask the priest for a ruling. If a man is carrying consecrated meat in the full in the fold of his garment, and it touches bread, stew, wine, oil, or any other food, does it become holy? The priest answered, No. Then Haggai asked, If someone defiled by contact with a corpse touches any of these, does it become defiled? The priest answered, It becomes defiled. Then Haggai replied, So is this people, and so is this nation before me. This is the Lord's declaration, and so is every work of their hands. Even what they offer there is defiled. When you were ceremonially pure, touching something or someone who was ceremonially impure didn't pass on the purity. It didn't make something holy just because in that moment you were in right standing with God. It only worked the other way around. You were now impure if you touched an impure object, or if someone was impure, touched a pure object, it became impure. This is the state that the returning exiles have found themselves in. The state of their hearts were not on God, but on themselves, as we saw in chapter 1. This meant that even when they went through the right motions, their actions were not acceptable to God. They had to become pure, 
before their actions would be seen as pure. And this struck me as as I was reading Haggai, because as I mentioned a few weeks ago, I'm also reading a book called Having the Mind of Christ, Eight Axioms to Cultivate a Robust Faith. And I read this paragraph. Jesus' healings and exorcisms were part of how he reckoned with power, because the chronic conditions people suffered from often made them ritually impure, and thus permanently excluded and ostracized from the social and religious life of the community. By healing the cause of their impurities, Jesus used his powerful privilege as a ritually pure insider to liberate those who found themselves on the outside of society looking in. More than just the physical healing, Jesus reconnected them to their community and to the worship of God, redistributing power by making people ritually pure again and redefining the power of purity. Jesus himself was chronically pure. For the first time in Israel's story, it was purity that was contagious, not impurity. Jesus flipped this paradigm on its head. This is why it was so scandalous that Jesus dined with sinners and tax collectors, that he spoke to a Samaritan woman, touched bleeding women, and lepers. According to the old paradigm, this made Jesus ceremonially impure. But Jesus was chronically pure, and he wanted to spread that around. What about us? Too often, we live according to the old paradigm, believing that if we are around the wrong people, it will infect us maybe not actually making us ceremonially impure or sinful, but guilty by association. Or maybe we'll just lose out on reputation if others see us. But Jesus commissioned us to go out into all the world. Jesus, the friend of sinners, has called us to be the same. This means that if we want to be like Jesus in terms of being chronically pure, we probably have to do other things that Jesus did. He frequently retreated from the crowds to be alone with his father, rooting himself in a sense of purpose and keeping him grounded in God's calling on his life. He lived at a pace that was contrary to that of the world. He had a different political agenda than those around him. We have to first of all be willing to do this, but then we have to do the work of staying rooted to our father and to the spirit of God so that we can look like our brother Jesus. No longer do we have to fear being ritually impure. Now we can cross enemy lines knowing that we will not be harmed, but instead we can bring transformation with us.